Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Okay, there we go. <laughs> happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Yeah. 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 We're done for the week, right? So, I mean, we're just sort Kinda. of cruising. Kinda. Oh, yeah. I guess we've Kinda got a lot of shit not. to do this weekend, Honestly, don't we? this is going to be the busiest next several days, aside from Sunday, which is Mother's Day, which is nice that that's going to be a nice, um, quieter one for me. But honestly, I am going to be so busy the next little while. I am still finishing completing my Mother's Day gift for my mom today. So I have to do a bit of running around today. And you and I are doing something so cool. I'm not sure how much detail we can give right now. Um, I don't think much. Not not much. But we're hosting a, a virtual uh, awesome ceremony. And we will tell you guys all about it after the fact. But we're doing it from home, obviously. So... that's a bit different and there are things that we need to get and needed to get in place to make sure that we could do that particular um, thing at home so this will be interesting and all the filming takes place over the weekend so it is so busy but I'm glad for a little R&R coming up on Sunday and then Monday is another busy one Uh, it's 12 hours straight Scott and I are going to be on the radio we're doing it to kick off National Nurses Week on our terrestrial FM radio uh, show 91.5 The Beat if you guys can give it a listen uh, if you don't usually that'd be awesome we're on all day long so we're doing that on Monday so it's going to be a long several days it certainly will be. How are you celebrating Mother's Day? It's going to be different this year, right? So, I mean, you can spend time with your girls, but you can't go see your mom. Nobody else can really come over and see you. Well, exactly. I mean, I am going to see my mom, but from a distance. I'm going to drop something off to her and see her in the driveway. At least the temperature doesn't look too miserable, but it's still not going to be lovely enough to like have a you know a long chat outside. But I, I do plan to go over there and, and drop off her gift and kind of ding dong and then run away but run (laughs) here you go fucker i'm out of here thanks for getting i don't want to catch the covid i gotta go thanks for giving birth to me don't want to get the rona here's your gift (laughs) Um, that kind of thing but i am i am gonna see my mom i have to see my mom on mother's day i make it i make a point of it every year and i'm not gonna stop this year and then yes for the most part on sunday all i really want all i really want for mother's day all i really want with two young kids is just get laid just a no. <laughs> just a little time for myself to like binge watch a dumb show just for a little bit not even long i just want like an hour two hours max i just want to by myself watch a show in the middle of the day because that doesn't happen it, that would be a treat if the sun was still out and i was able to sit down and relax for a bit with like a snack uh maybe even a drink and just chill for a bit that would be lovely and that's all i really am asking for and i think that that will be no problem you want to be like a regular person in this pandemic. You want to binge watch and day drink. It's weird because people are listening to that going, I've done that for eight weeks straight now. But uh-huh. I, I I, haven't got, I, I don't really, I don't do that because I can't stop. And it's not like I couldn't because um, my husband is around and stuff. But I, I have the mom guilt if I do that. But on Mother's Day, mom guilt shall not exist. We won't let it happen. 
Mom guilt. Yeah. That's when you do stuff for you when you could be doing stuff with the kids. Is that what mom guilt is? Exactly. And and we all should be doing things for ourselves on any given day, you know, to an extent. But we should all be doing that. But on Mother's Day especially, I don't even I don't even want to think about that. I don't want to think, oh, I could be outside taking her on her bike. No, don't care. Gonna watch some shitty reality show on Netflix. Don't fucking bug me. Don't talk to me. Two hours and I'm good. I wonder what my mom experiences. Would she have mom guilt? I mean, I'm in my 40s now. Is there times when she's sitting around day drinking thinking, fuck, I should go see Scotty. (laughs) I doubt. I doubt it. I mean, as a mom, she probably still worries about you now and again or checks in on you, as most moms do. And that's awesome. I'm guessing, but not the guilt. I'm sure she knows you're you're a very independent man. You have proven yourself to be this, and she has raised you this way and already proven her skills as a mother. You know what I mean? When you kind of let them go, and then you're like, I did good. I mean, you know that feeling. You've got two kids. She did great. Right? So so when you let them go and you know they're going to survive, that's a good thing. But I've got two little ones who are almost three and then one who can't do this. So I still have the guilt. Majority of moms do not want any coronavirus-themed gifts for Mother's Day. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you are sitting there right now listening to this podcast, maybe you're in the car, maybe you're laying in the tub, I don't fucking know, and you're thinking, what am I going to get mom? Oh, I've got it. I'm going to get her a mask. She doesn't want it. She doesn't want a mask. Maybe you're thinking, you know what mom would love this year, and it's practical too, I'm going to get her some hand sanitizer because it's sold out in a lot of places. But if I get it for mom, she'll love me. She doesn't want that. Nobody wants that. She wants what she would get any other year. Don't bother with your pretty face masks. Only 14% of moms say they'd want that. 14% would want someone to grocery shop for them. But apparently that was a serious consideration for some people trying to decide what to get for mom. 8% say they'd like hand sanitizer. Like... <laughs> nothing says happy mother's day like 70 percent alcohol i mean <laughs> shit slap a bow on some purell and that's it some people are actually going to do that don't tell me people will do that 64 percent say all three of those things that i just mentioned sound like awful mother's day gifts now that's in theory that's mom thinking about mother's day but not actually envisioning herself there moms why don't you take a step back for a second you're sitting on the couch Kids come in, and typically you get that that shitty little thing that they made at school. No offense, teachers. I know you try, and in a lot of cases, you pay for it out of pocket. But uh, let's take that out of the equation. Kids usually come in with, I don't know, like a potted plant or some fucking thing that they drew. This time around, boom, tangible gift. Here's a face mask and some hand sanitizer. Maybe in the moment, that might be practical. But everyone's looking for it right now. I mean, it is a hot commodity. It is a hot commodity. Hey, if I got you something that everybody was looking for and nobody could find it, you'd be pretty impressed. If it was some hot new toy or gadget or something like that. Eh, And if I actually found it, that'd be a good gift. Hand sanitizer, not so much. Not this year. Uh, The top things that mom actually does want, and this is the Today Show that did this poll. Number one is alone time. So Kat, you're right there with the rest of the moms. Mm -hmm. A handmade gift from the kids. And a gift like jewelry or flowers. Mm. Oh, wow. We've seen both sides of mom in this survey. Wow. (laughs) I want alone time and jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my bling and my show or my bath or whatever I want to do while I'm by myself and get the fuck out. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, a whole bunch of different things are going on in the world. We had many of these shows on... Sorry, many of these stories on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat this morning. Americans are getting really fucking squirrely over the pandemic, and, and they're really shooting at each other a lot right now. So one woman was asked to leave a McDonald's. She walked in the front door, and I think everybody knows the dining rooms at McDonald's are closed. That wasn't good enough for her. She wanted to sit at that plastic table with the salt all over it. She wanted that experience of eating a Big Mac off of a tray and all that sort of stuff. She wouldn't leave. So staff finally said to her, listen, you gots to go. That's when she started shooting. Fired off four different shots in the restaurant. America. Uh, That was a customer. Now in Louisiana, a KFC employee arrested after shooting at a group of customers over a dozen times following an argument in the drive-thru regarding the amount of food the restaurant had in stock. And while I realize that some of these are very, very, very inconvenient, you go to Wendy's and you want a Baconator and they don't have any beef, that'd be a little frustrating. Probably not something you should start fucking shooting each other over. No. Not at all. No. And by the way, them running out of meat, is a, it's, that's, a, that's something that's actually happening in a lot of locations. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's in particular, their supply chain has been hard hit. McDonald's. Did uh, I think it was uh, Good Morning America yesterday, the CEO of McDonald's was on there, and he said, well, our McDonald's supply chain is not compromised. Mm, Okay, I mean, I'll believe you because I don't have any reason to not believe you. It's just with the amount of beef that McDonald's puts out, I got to think that if it isn't already, it will be soon compromised. Uh, There's just too many issues of this virus spreading around meatpacking plants that I can't see how the supply chain wouldn't be interrupted unless every single cow that's been slaughtered for the next or the last month and a half is being sent directly to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about BuzzFeed for a sec. Every now and again, they have some good ways to waste time. We're going to do a BuzzFeed segment here on the podcast. And the best part is no pop-ups when we do it. So these are strong opinions. I want your take on every one of these statements. Okay. Okay. GIF is pronounced with a hard G. GIF. No, that's GIF. It's GIF, right? Yes, it's GIF. 68% agree it should be said with a hard G. It is, a, it is though. It is. They know that, right? Like, people know this, that they actually came out with a campaign with Jif Peanut Butter. And yes. GIF and Jif teamed up. Mm-hmm. And then they said that. So, that's a legit, that's true. It's okay to tell your partner private things you know about your friends. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yes. So let's say you knew that I, for example, am into wearing women's clothing. That's something that you know, and you think it's okay to discuss that with your partner. Yeah. Even though I told you that in confidence. Yeah, I think that when it comes to your partner, you tell them everything. For the most part, I think most people do. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in, if it got brought up, I don't know. If you need to tell the person that, but let's say it was one of those things that you wanted to share because you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. By the way, I don't wear women's clothing, just so you (laughs) know. Is there anything you want to say? That was an example I came up with. It's not legit. Okay. Okay, next one. Astrology, horoscopes, bullshit. No. 
you think they're real? I, I think that there's something to them. And and I know there's people out there that think they're bullshit, and that's fine. But I do think that there is something to traits. I can usually, when I get to know someone, but I still don't know their birthday, I can take a guess as to what star sign that they are. And you think that's legit? Yeah. Hmm. 64% agree astrology and horoscopes are BS. 65%, by the way, think it is okay to tell your partner private things about your friends. Mm. Mm. Putting your kid on a child leash in public is wrong. Agree or disagree? Okay, First off, do you have one of those things? You drag your kid through the mall on a fucking leash? No, I don't. I don't have one. Um, I couldn't picture myself getting one. But I do want to say that there's gray area in here, okay? And before I had kids, I would have told you, fuck that. No leashes. But I do know that they come in handy for parents who have uh, children with special needs and things like that. So that aside, Scott, because mm-hmm. that I understand completely. But I also am starting to understand why some parents do. Because sometimes if you have multiple children, because at first with one, I would tell you that's fucking ridiculous, right? Putting your kid on a leash is Putting ridiculous. Putting your kid on a leash is ridiculous. But then when you have that second child, and right now I don't really have this issue as much, but let's say you're in the mall and you've got the baby in the stroller, right? Newborn or what have you. And then you've got your toddler over here who decides it's a great idea to dart toward a vending machine they see or danger and then you're like, fuck, I got to go get this kid, but I've got this kid and I can't run with the stroller. So in that case, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I thought to myself, fuck, I could use a leash right now. Really? You I would strap actually it? get one, but I'm just saying I get it. And some if people's, you get kids, a leash for your some kid, people's you- kids are crazy. Some people's kids are nuts. Sure. I dislike most other people's kids. Yeah. Like most some of them, them are insane. Like you think you have it bad. There's someone who probably has a child who is next level. And again, a special needs out of the equation because I know some people use it in that scenario. But aside from that, I've seen the look on the parents' faces when they have the leash and I'm sure it's much more calm than if they had had the kid off leash. Like a dog. Off leash. There should be a special park where you can let your kids off leash. Right? It is. It's called daycares. (laughs) Do you have to get a collar as well? What about a tag that says, if found, please call? Well, that's why you have the leash so you don't have to do that. I don't know. Uh, my dog used to slip off the leash occasionally when he really wanted something. <laughs> he had a way of getting out of it. And I think kids are the same way. Hey, I don't even necessarily think it's a horrible idea to have a leash for your significant other. Because some people get way too fucking excited in public settings. Like, hey, we're going to Best Buy. I wouldn't be surprised at all if my girlfriend put me on a leash because every now and again, I'll just get it. Oh, there's the Apple section and just fucking wander off. Mm-hmm. And then she's got to go looking for me and they've got to page me on the thing. And I get it. Uh, 51% agree. Putting your child on a leash in public is wrong. Next one. You should always tip 20% at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, only 47% of people agree with that. Only 47% of people agree you should always tip 20%. You know, 15% is kind of a old school thinking. And the public itself is very divided on that. Some people feel 15% is too high unless they earn it. In which case they would never go over 15%. Mm -hmm. And then there's someone like me. I would never tip less than 15 20% is my standard really bad service they're gonna get at least 15 just because I know how servers get paid and I know what their job entails and I feel like they deserve it 
I also don't know why we're still paying servers a different minimum wage than the rest of people. I mean, a job's a job's a job. And if you're doing a job, the minimum wage should be the minimum uh, wage. I know. I, I agree with you on that one. And I I served years ago. But when I did, it really could break your night if somebody didn't tip, especially if you spent all night on one party, let's say, and you had one big table and then they tipped you like shit. Guess what? You're actually losing money because you yeah. have to tip out the people at the bar that help make the drinks, the people in the kitchen who help to organize your plates and things like that, the host and hostess in a lot of cases. So Even the I, manager for some strange fucking reason. Yeah, sometimes the manager gets a cut of that too if they're helping send out food to your tables and things like that. It all depends on the place. Every place is different. But I will say that that is why I would never, and like you, if I had bad service, like let's say just a blatantly t- like horrible person that was rude, I still give something because I do feel bad for them, which maybe I shouldn't, but I know that that money also goes towards the kitchen and the host and all the other things. Only 47% think you should always tip at least 20%. Next one. (laughs) Oh, I'm torn on this one. Here's the statement. If we don't talk the day of our plans, they're canceled. No. Let me give you an example. Kat and I are planning on going out for beers tonight. If we haven't talked all day and it turns to like 6 p.m. and we still haven't made a plan, it's not happening. No, 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 no. I assume that it is happening because nothing has popped up to tell me otherwise. Oh, really? I kind of want to go the other. Well, I don't like going anywhere anyway. If I want to do something, I like doing it. You if like I don't want to do it. Scott likes this pandemic. Let's put it this way. It's great. You know, I miss going to bars because I enjoy sitting at a bar and having a beer and people watching and chatting with strangers from time to time. Uh, I miss that. I miss playing golf. Generally speaking, I don't want to go out with people. To me, it's a big deal if I have to go out. Uh, I have friends that that live and work in other countries, but they'll come home every now and again. If they want to go to the keg and catch up, okay, great. We can do that. Just regular people that I see all the time, though, I don't understand why we have to go out on weekends. We're not in our 20s anymore. We don't go to clubs. I don't understand what the point of it is. Why would we get together for a fucking coffee when I could just drink a coffee at home and talk to you on the phone or just text? That seems like a much better proposition to me. 33% agree that if we don't talk the day of our plans, they're canceled. Wow. When you do go to dinner with friends, the bill should be split evenly. Regardless of what people ordered. Oh, no. You do your own bill. You do your own bill. Wait a second. Are you saying separate checks or everybody sits there and works it out? Yes. Separate checks. Like you just right off the bat, you tell the waiter or waitress, everyone here is separate if that's how you're going to do it. And that way you order what you want and what you don't want. And you're not paying for someone else's thing or they're not paying for yours. And then you feel guilty about it. Can I tell you, I find that whole thing very awkward. I don't want to be the person to sit there and divvy it up like, oh, well, you had two beers and I only had one, so you're going to pay this and I'll pay that. I hate that conversation. And I also find it very awkward when the server asks at the beginning, is it separate checks or is this going to be all on one? Because if nobody answers that question, I will probably, even though I don't want to do it, I'll be the one to say, it's all on one. Bring it to me. 
Just because I hate that mm-hmm. that awkwardness. I hate the looking around like, oh, we didn't pre-discuss it because it's a weird thing to pre-discuss anyway. So I would rather pay the bill myself than sit there like an asshole because uh, I feel, not that you're an asshole if you do it, but I feel like an asshole if I do sitting there divvying it up like, oh, well, you had the calamari appetizer and all <laughs> I had was some antihitos. So right. fuck that. You're paying more. I don't want that conversation. I'd rather pay the whole bill than deal with that shit. Right. One more here. Monogamy goes against human nature. It is not natural. No. You don't agree with that? No. Okay. You know, people get really selective before I tell you the answer. People get really selective about that because they they use examples that are convenient. So if somebody uh, gets caught cheating or wants to cheat or wants to justify their behavior to someone else, they'll use the examples of nature. Oh, no animal in nature is monogamous. Very few of them are monogamous. Well, there are a lot of animals that are monogamous, for example, and you can get really choosy with the examples, depending on what point you're trying to prove. In any case, only one in five agree with that. But that means 20% agree that monogamy goes against human nature. Uh, Make it really weird. The next time you have a Zoom chat with your friends, bring that up and see what everybody says. (laughs) And make sure there's significant others right behind them when you do it. I think it is one of those things, Scott, that you, it depends on who you're asking. Because like, if you found the person, you know, your person, however you want to say it, your soulmate, your, you know, life partner, whatever, and you really do truly believe that you will be true to them and only them, you're going to say that, right? Like, that's my perspective is like, yeah, absolutely. I could do this for the rest of my life. And I look forward to it but then you talk to someone who has strayed or is thinking about straying or whatever and that's when they say all the things you just mentioned like some animals can't do it so why should we yeah <laughs> well you know you get like a such stupid examples too well look look at bats they'll go and fuck every other bat they can find <laughs> i'm not doing that i just nailed some broad off tinder by the, <laughs> by the way if anybody brings up bats from here forward i will fucking punch you in the face oh you want to hear the latest conspiracy theory sure they say this is a total coincidence, but if you look at the new 2020 American quarters from the U.S. Mint, they have bats on them. No. Yep. Now, they say that's not a reference to COVID-19. They say they're honoring the National Park of American Samoa, which is known for fruit bats. But the coronavirus conspiracy theorists are calling bullshit. I bet they are. It's two bats hanging upside down on the 2020 American quarter. Now, before somebody says, "Mm, maybe we should pull these out of circulation because now they're on to us in this big government cover up that we're doing here. Maybe you should grab an American quarter if you can get one. Um, Oh, speaking of uh, things that don't add up, today's stats can release the April unemployment numbers Two million job losses and i'll preface this by saying i don't think stats can is accurate in virtually anything they put out i think most of what stats can puts out is not reliable data now that's just me but i think that there's also people out there who agree they say only two million people lost their job last month and yet as of may the 5th seven and a half million people have applied for the serb with 11 million total applications Seven and a half unique applicants applied for CERB 
and there were 11 million total applications. So that says to me a couple of different things. And math's not my strong suit. However, I do know seven and a half million is way more than two million. I <laughs> also know. Fact. I also know that seven and a half million unique applicants. But 11 million total applications means there's about three and a half million people that applied twice and got it. Wow. There's a problem with this system here, isn't there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. How did how did seven and a half million people apply for the CERB, but only two million people lost their job? Yeah. Is, is there a technicality here there or what be, am I missing? You know what? And that's what they might. They might answer that today. Even I don't know, because people are asking the question. It they don't be, answer questions. Come I know. On. I know. I know. They'll deflect, deflect, deflect. But uh, I'm thinking maybe technicality possibly or there are people getting it. And like you and I have mentioned, there are definitely people that are getting it right now and maybe spending it that actually don't qualify. But they said right off the top when they started giving away the CERB, you are going to get it regardless when you sign up. So you, I could have signed up, for example, even though I'm still working. I'm still working full time. But if I would have applied for it, they would have just automatically started giving it to me as long as, but what I don't understand is, don't you have to have your ROE? You do not necessarily have to have your okay, ROE. Okay, so that's why. So people are doing it that maybe don't actually, aren't able to actually access it or should not be accessing it, yeah? Well, I'll tell you about a little scam that's going on, if you could call it a scam, because the government put in this rule that you can make up to $1,000 and still get the CERB. So there's a lot of people out there who are doing a side hustle, like driving for Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, and right before they get to that $1,000 threshold... They cut off or they've got a job still, but they're only doing enough hours to get to about a thousand dollars and then they're done for the month. Then they get their two grand from the government. So technically they're not breaking the rules, but they also do have a job. That's the only thing I can think of to explain that discrepancy. Having said that, that's way too big a discrepancy. There's something really wrong with that. And there's a lot of people who I think are going to get fucked next year mm -hmm. at tax time because the serve is taxable to begin with. I mean, you don't just get $2,000 tax free. It's $2,000 before tax. And next year, you'll have to pay the tax on that. However, uh, if you were not supposed to get it at all, you're going to have to pay that entire thing back plus penalties and interest. That's going to be a, a hard pill to swallow. That'll sting. And you know what's going to happen? I can see it coming next year, April 2021, tax deadline. All kinds of people are going to be like, ah, I'm up Shit's Creek now. What am I going to do? The government needs to bail us out. And the government is going to be put in a position and somebody will explain it just calling for compassion and a crazy time and a misunderstanding and, oh, just give it to them. It's only $2,000. They only got one payment. Something like that. They might actually forgive that debt. Mm -hmm. It'll be up to our elected officials in Ottawa who are administering the CERB, but I can totally see somebody calling for that to happen. Yeah. And that is very, very discouraging. Uh, how are we doing for time here? Uh, we can go a little bit longer. Do you have something else you want to talk about? I just wanted your take on this. Uh, Justin Trudeau took a lot of shit for going to his cottage over the Easter weekend. Remember when he went to the cottage in Quebec there and he crossed a provincial border after he had just finished saying, don't go to your cottages, you got to stay home. Right. You remember that at Easter weekend? He did go and visit his family. 
one of the news agencies has dug up the fact that Doug Ford went to his cottage as well. <laughs> right. Well, tit for tat, you know what I mean? He'll, well, you know what? I have a feeling Ford probably went because Trudeau went and he figured, well, Ford's going to or uh, Trudeau's going to wear this one. So, I mean, he's going to provide the excuse. I'll just go along for the ride in, in Trudeau or in Ford's defense. He only went up there to check the plumbing right. because it was very cold. If you sure. don't recall, and uh, you do need to keep your plumbing in sight anyway, if you have a cottage far away, especially at this time of year with temperature yeah. fluctuations. Yeah, honestly, who cares? Like, who cares about either one? I have questions still, and it's and it's a personal thing, but I still have questions about, Tr- like, just Trudeau. He went to go visit his family on Easter, and then he went back to his other place, even though he didn't really need to isolate from them, and they didn't need to isolate. That still seems a little weird for me. There's a little red flaggy weirdness happening there but that's just me something's going on that's just me saying things and speculating right and and i know that you're on the same page as me but we know nothing we know nothing but i'm just saying that's weird you know you went to go visit your kids probably on easter but i'm not sure i don't know but anyway like honestly guys uh, who fucking cares they he didn't go to the cottage Either one of them didn't go to the cottage to go take a vacation and go out on the, the the jet boats and hang out with the neighbors and have parties and have people there. Doug went to go check his shit, which you should, because guess what? They're all everybody who has a cottage needs to check up on their cottage. And I get that. It's their property. They need to protect it. I don't think there's an issue with that at all. Well, and, and that's Justin, the thing. Yeah. And for Justin, he was visiting his family. Like, who cares? Who cares? Move along. There's other shit going on. OK, let me just point that out, though, because you brought up a great point. I'll highlight this then. It's your property. If you own a cottage, I don't understand how anybody can say, don't go to your property. It's my fucking property. It's my cottage. I completely you saved hard and worked hard, yes. or even if you inherited it, somebody worked hard to get that lakefront property in Muskoka. Yes. And if it's yours and it's warm enough, go. Now, still follow the social distancing guidelines. Don't stop in town to go to that little liquor store in the back of an IGA. Uh, bring your booze with you. Bring food with you so you don't have to grocery shop up there and risk infecting someone or them infecting you and putting stress on their healthcare system. But go. It's yours. Don't let anybody tell you you can't go to your cottage. Fuck off. Yeah. We're not in an actual lockdown. We use the term lockdown, but it's not mandatory the law that you can't leave your house. Well, if it's not a mandatory thing, go. Just try not to infect the locals. They'd appreciate see, it because they live I, there too. I don't see. I, I completely agree with you. I don't see how that's a big, big deal at all. And these people who do have cottages, like you said, that worked hard for it want to be able to go open it up a little bit. And if they have the means to do it, a.k.a. the manpower, because I know in a lot of cases when you're trying to set up the dock, for example, or take out the boat and do all the things that you want to do on the May 2-4 weekend that you usually do, you don't have extra hands to do it. That sucks. But if you do have the option to do it and you can do it safely with the people you're quarantining with, you should be able to do it. It doesn't make sense to me. It is yours. It is yours. It's a second home to you. That's basically what it is. So I don't get it either. One more thing here. I want to say what's up to our friends at Tokyo Smoke. They own a chain of legal cannabis shops here in Ontario and uh, various parts of the country. Now, because of the pandemic, and they've changed around some rules so that businesses have a better fighting chance at staying alive through the lockdown. Uh, That's why, for example, restaurants are allowed to deliver booze now when you order through Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats. Um, The pot shops are allowed to offer delivery. So these businesses, like Tokyo Smoke can now deliver the weed right to your front door. Can I tell you, that's brilliant. I don't know why we didn't. Oh, I know exactly why we didn't do it sooner. Because the LCBO, which sells all the booze, is government run. And Tokyo Smoke and the cannabis shops are 
privately run. Mm -hmm. And when you do things privately, you get more options. You get more competition. I think this is great that I can place an order on the website and within a couple of hours, someone's going to show up and drop a brown paper bag on my door full of pot. <laughs> and and you know it's going to be a brown paper bag. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to look like the shadiest delivery you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Somebody goes up to your house and drops a brown paper bag on your porch. It's either drugs or dog shit. It's right. one of those two things. <laughs> Did they light it on fire? Ask yourself that. Either way, you're going <laughs> to... One, you'll light and it'll be good. The other one, if you light, bad. Bad, well, bad. You know, it's just great that they're doing that and that the turnaround is so quick because, yeah, we can get delivery from the LCBO if we want booze delivered, but it's done through Canada Post. When's that package coming? Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. I mean, you could order a bottle of Patron right now. You probably won't get it until Wednesday. It's just sort of the way it works. You can order uh, pot now, though, from Tokyo Smoke, and you'll have it in an hour or two right there on your porch. I think that's great. I'm glad to see some progress and some innovation there because we're supposed to stay home. And let's face it, there's a lot of people who like to load up on their drugs or their booze and then they want to reload. So they'll do a trip back to the cannabis store or back to the liquor store. Sure. And we don't we don't want them driving. And I'm wondering how many of these places I did my first curbside pickup for a hardware store ish, right? Canadian Tire yesterday. And as I'm in line doing this and it, it, it the process was a little bit longer than I wanted to be to just pick up one item. But still convenient, right? And I thought, how many of these places that have never been set up for this before, right? Your click and collects and your curbside pickups will continue to do this. And I, I hope that the answer is a lot of them will because I do find it convenient from delivery to curbside, whatever it is that these businesses never had before this. I hope they keep it implemented and, and possibly it'll be a little more organized going forward because there will be people that are that can go inside the storefronts. But also, I'm loving the fact that I can sit in my car and get that all done, especially with little kids on the go. I hope more places continue to do this now that they're set up for it and understand the process of it. I hope it continues. I'm a big fan. Totally agree with you. Okay, we're going to wrap it up for the weekend here, everybody. We are going to try and do a new podcast on Monday, but we're also doing a 12-hour live radio show, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If uh, you're available, uh, throw the radio on at some point in those 12 hours and you'll hear us live. But in between songs and commercials, we'll do what we like to do, uh, other things. And a podcast may be one of those other things. In the meantime... Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day to your mom and all the grandmothers and stepmoms mm -hmm. and uh, moms-to-be. And uh, what else am I missing here? Did the I cover it? moms. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all right. The fur moms. I mean, yeah, okay. If you're a fur mom, go ahead. Have your day. Uh, just enjoy Mother's Day. Moms deserve it more than anybody.